What's going on, everybody? Good morning, good morning, good morning. My name is Marley, and welcome back to The Writer's Block. This is the podcast where we explore the thoughts, the conversations happening between the songs that ultimately inspire the music. Look, I want this to be a chance for artists of any medium to take a step back, find new inspiration, and hop back to it. Hopefully, this podcast gets you out of that rut that we call The Writer's Block. All right, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Writer's Block. Um, it's been a while. It has been a long time. It feels like a long time. It's really only been two weeks, but some things have been happening, and uh, you know that's why I haven't been with you guys. But nevertheless, we're back. We're back today. Um, it is Wednesday, of course. Uh, it's beautiful outside. It's sunny. Um, it sucks what's happening right now in Florida. Uh, you know, there's a hurricane. I think it's Hurricane Idalia or something like that. Um, so, you know, make sure you guys pray for Florida. Um, it's supposed to be like the worst hurricane that they've ever gotten. So make sure you pray for them. If you got family there, hit them up, get in contact with them. Make sure they're okay. Um, outside of that, we're going to get into the podcast. First, let me say this. I think that I'm going to start recording these on Tuesday because Wednesday morning is going crazy. Um Plus, I really want to be able to do video with the podcast and release them on the same day. And in order to do that, I just need more time. So I think Tuesday night is when we're going to record it. It's going to be super dope because the video is going to have, of course, my uh, pink or purple and teal um, vibe. I love that color combination. And it's just going to be it's going to be dope. I like dark stuff. So. Having it here, you know, in, in the mornings with the, the sun out is cool. It's nice, but there's something about, about like, just dark. I don't know. I love, I love dark vibes. So we're going to do that. Um, today, what are we talking about? Um, yesterday, I had a thought, and that thought was that there's always a process, um, and I hate it. If I'm being honest, I hate, 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 loathe the process of things. Um, I'm a microwave person. You know, you know what I mean? Like uh, people say it all the time. I think that's the saying. People say it all the time. You know, this is a, a, a microwave generation or whatever you want to call it. Um, and I think that I'm smack dab in the middle of that. And I don't want to wait. You know, I don't know if you guys are like me or not, but... Um, it sucks to wait, man. It it really does. Like when I go to the gym, I want to go one day and see the results the next day. Um, I remember uh, playing guitar, you know, for the first time. And the first time I played, you know, you, you hit this plateau usually, um, I guess in anything that you're learning. But I know in guitar, I, I kind of hit this plateau and I've heard other musicians um, talk about it and First of all, it was cool because I said other musicians. Sometimes I don't look at myself as a musician. I don't know if you're like that, but like basically you do something and you have peers and cohorts. Like you can you can see yourself, right? Like, I mean, sorry, you can't see yourself. So like just playing guitar for me just feels like I'm in here tinkering and, and playing guitar. I don't really, or making music. I don't really necessarily look at myself as a musician. And I know I post it on Instagram and I say musicians and blah, blah, blah. But like, I never really feel that way. It feels like I'm just going through the motion. But for me to just say, you know, other musicians, that felt really cool because 
that means that I put myself in that category. And it's a category that I don't really look at myself in. You know what I mean? I don't see myself in that category really at all. Um, even when I'm performing and, and um, it's, it just, it, it was cool, to, you know, to be able to say that. But anyway, um, I've heard other musicians say or talk about the plateau. Um, and that's, that's just a part of the process, but I hate it. <laughs> I don't want to experience the plateau. I want to pick up the guitar, uh, you know, for an hour and be able to play like Jimi Hendrix or John Mayer or um, Van Halen, any one of those guys, Slash, I love Slash, it's my guy, but um, not literally my guy, I don't know him, but you know what I mean, maybe I do, who knows, but anyway, uh, yeah, I just, I don't like to wait, and I'm sure there are a million people out there like me who do not like to wait, um, I just don't see the importance, you know, but I will say this, my my pastor at my church, he preached not long ago. And when I say not long ago, I have no concept of time. So it could have been months or years ago. I think it was months, but, um, you know, it's, he preached on how God is like not a microwave God. Like he's, he's a crock pot God, you know, he's like the oven type chef, you know, you're putting stuff in there, you're marinating it, you're, you're letting it cook and all the flavors and stuff are coming together in, in their own time. And, you can't get that amount of of freshness or whatever in a microwave. It just doesn't happen like that. Um, sure, microwaves are fast, right? They're fast. They get the job done quick. Um, and they, they do a good job, but there's nothing like, you know, putting something in a, in a crock pot and letting it sit for hours and just, and just really cook. I know for me, I usually uh, smoke food. Like I got a smoker at the crib and it's, it's a, it's a cool process. It's an arduous process, sort of. Um, it's time consuming. It's something where not only do you have to cook the food for a long time, but you also have to prep it. So, you know, normally, um, well, I'll tell you this, the, the one time I've cooked brisket and it wasn't all that great. Okay. The first time I cooked brisket, it was not that great. It's a process. It's a process. Learning to smoke food, it's a process. But anyway, I cooked the brisket. I got a recipe. It was, you know, a dry rub that I had to do. I had to do the 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 dry rub and let it sit. Like I had to let it sit for hours, like 24 hours beforehand. You know what I mean? So I let it sit overnight. And um, once it was it was done and, you know, maybe one day I'll, I'll put the recipe up. But no, nah, I'm kidding. Uh, maybe I will. Who knows? Um, once it was done sitting for 24 hours, I could, you know, then put it in the smoker. The smoker had it cooked for, I think like another 10 hours, eight or 10 hours. And, you know, you could go, um, grab a brisket. I'm not going to say you can put the brisket in the microwave, but you could put the brisket in the oven, have it cooked in a few hours. Um, but smoking a brisket, there's no taste like a great smoke smoked brisket it just isn't there's no way around that you can't you can't duplicate it any other way you can't obviously throw it in the microwave you can't get that same thing from an oven or maybe you can and I just don't know but in my experience you can't you have to actually go through the process of smoking a brisket and it's a it's a tough process it really is um I am not a champion, you know, brisket smoker. Um, 
and I don't, you know, pretend to be, but um, I imagine that the the professionals out there, the guys who are, you know, smoker kings, they're doing some crazy stuff with this brisket. Um, but that's just not the case for me. And the reason is because I'm not in love with smoking briskets. You know what I mean? Like, that's not my thing. Like, I don't, I don't really care. I love the taste of, of, of a smoked brisket, but I am not the guy who loves sitting there watching the brisket smoke and, and, and spritzing it with apple juice or, you know, whatever your little mixture is. And like, that's not my, that's not my thing. I'll sit in the studio and make a song for hours, but I'm not going to sit there and, and, and smoke the brisket. And the reason is because I don't love it. Right. And that's what it, to me, comes down to. You'll go through the process for things you love. It may be tough. It may be difficult. You know, that, that doesn't change. I don't think just because you, you love it, but the thing is when you love something, when you have a passion, a drive, uh, when you're motivated towards something, um, you'll endure, right? Uh, I think that a lot of the times, um, I heard this, this quote and it said, you're not tired, you're uninspired. And I, I kind of look at it like that. You know, you're, you're not impatient. You don't hate this process. You're just, you're not in love with the thing. You know what I mean? And, um, I think that's what's really important here, you know, to be able to find the things you love to do. Um, and I think for a lot of people, that's a, that's a, a gray area. It's, it's, um, something that, it's something that a lot of people haven't tackled yet. Finding what they love to do, what they're passionate about. I've had a few people ask me, you know, people see me and in, in, with music and photography and videography and they just, I don't want to say they assume, um, but they deduce, maybe they presume, I don't know, um, that I am passionate about it, which, you know, and some regards, I, well, in, in all those things, I am passionate about them. Uh, I am more passionate about certain ones, but um, they wonder how I found that passion. I think that I was blessed enough to to find it at an earlier age. Um, I've always been, you know, r really into movies. I wasn't necessarily making them, um, but I've always been into movies. Um, and then once I, you know, got a camera, I found out that I was, you know, into videography. Like I, I liked filming it. Um, as far as photography, you know, that came out of, of college. You know, I went to college for psychology and I didn't like it. And be honest, I didn't like school, um, you know, past like high school. I, I just wasn't really into it. And um, I ended up dropping out. But before I did, I uh, dropped in on the lead photographer at the school. I dropped in on his office hours and he would, you know, show me different things with the camera. And I just kind of I, I took a liking to photography. And so I used the refund check. Shout out to the refund checks. Shout out to the people getting them. Um, I used a refund check and I bought my first camera from Best Buy. It was a Canon T2i. Got the, got the kit, little, uh, you know, um, stock lens and stuff. And, um, I started taking pictures just around the dorm of different friends and we, like when we were hanging out and stuff. And, um, 
one of the friends, one of my friends, uh, Diera, shout out Diera. Um, she ended up, I think her and, and Michelle, like the whole gang, um, Ashley, Michelle, Diera, uh, Tanisha, Asia. shout out to you guys. But they had uh, asked me to do the a BSU event, Black Student Union event. And I did. And that was the first time that I realized, oh, I can make money from this. Because I, I, I sold the pictures, you know what I mean? And it wasn't a lie. I sold them for like five bucks. Um, but it let me know that I could make money. And I, that was enough for me to just say, all right, I'm over this school shit. I'm dropping out and I'm going to do this. And so I did. And um, that's where the the kind of love for photography was was born, I think. Um, and then as far as music, it was just high school. It was a way to have fun and, and um, kind of document feelings and and tell these stories and shout out to uh, John Morse. I think he was one of the first people to kind of influence me um, to, to do music. And then shout out to my guy, Stephen Bingham. He was the first person that I really did music with. Um, and, uh, you know, from there, I just never really turned back. But the one thing I will say is the process got difficult. And though I loved music and still love music, I stopped. I stopped with certain things. So like when I played guitar the first time, um, I stopped playing it because of that plateau. I never stopped doing music. I just did other things. Like I started recording more and, and being in studio more and engineering and learning how to do that. But the process of, of guitar, I was just over it. I wasn't feeling that because I didn't like going through that process. Now, here's the thing. Here's what happens when you don't go through the process. I have a theory, not even a theory, I think it's true, that if you don't go through the process, you end up with regret, right? Especially if it's something you love. Uh, I, I didn't follow through on the process of playing guitar and I regret it because I might have been freaking John Mayer at this point. Like, I could have been cool. Like, I, I, I would have been playing at this point. Um, but I didn't... Though I loved music, I, f I romanticized the idea of guitar and didn't have enough reality of it. I liked the idea of it. And um, when the idea of something, your, your, your idea of how it's going to go, when it doesn't line up to your reality, I think it just makes it that much easier to say, I'm over this. I'm going to quit. And like I said, that just led to, to regret because I actually loved music. I love music. So for me to not, um, explore all the facets of music, especially, especially like with instruments, um, like guitar, uh, it just led to me kind of regretting the fact that I didn't do that. So if you're like me, if you're someone who doesn't really like going through the process of stuff, stand up, say it proud, um, and, and learn from that, you know, decide to turn that around. If you love whatever it is that you're doing, uh, you need to fall in love with the process because the process is the only way that you're going to be good at it. It's the only way that you're going to last in it. You have to go through the process. We're not people who um, can wake up and just be good at things. It just doesn't, it's, it's not the way it happens. But when you stick to something, when you really truly fall in love with the process, you're not worried about the destination. Um, and, and that's the, that's the danger is, is being too worried about the end goal and not realizing the reality of the in-between. 
um, that process. So I'm going to end this one uh, right there. We're going to keep it short. And, you know, just in conclusion, just, you know, summing up everything, man, seriously, make sure you fall in love with the process of whatever it is that you're doing. Whatever it is, make sure you love the process. Because if you do not love the process, you are not going to keep going. And that's the issue. That's that's when you're going to um, end up with regret. That's when you're going to end up wishing five years later. And that's a whole other thing, by the way, just the, and I'll say it real quick, just the time con- uh, concept, just the, the uh, yeah, the concept of time there, the understanding of time. Um, you know, when I was younger and, and I was playing guitar, it was like, it felt like, oh my gosh, I got to play this for five years before I'm good or three years before I'm good or whatever, however long it, it would have been. And that idea, the idea of playing this for that long seemed, it was unfathomable, right? Like it just seemed stupid. It was like, bro, I'm not doing this for this long. And I don't know if I'll even get good necessarily, you know what I mean? Um, but then you fast forward 10 years later and it's like, oh shoot, if I, if I just took three years out of that time, I would have been way more proficient. So like I said, just don't fall in love. Don't romanticize the the idea of the end goal too much, you know, um, come in with the, with the perspective and the understanding that, um, the process takes time, takes time. But ultimately, if you go through the process, you're coming out crock pot cooked, right? You're not coming out microwave cooked. And I think that's, what's important. So you've got to decide who you want to be. Do you want to be the the crock pot person where all the flavors have marinated and everything tastes good and not just on the surface level, but it's deep down, you know what I mean? Like it's just flavorful and just amazing. Or, or do you want to be the microwave person, which gets the job done? Don't get me wrong. Take some food out of the microwave. It's nice. It's hot. It, it has some flavor, whatever flavor is on, you know, the top of it, whatever, whatever. But deep down inside, it doesn't have that same, like, zest. You know what I mean? It doesn't have that same oomph. Um, and you just really do have to decide who you want to be. So I encourage you all to do that today. Figure it out. Write it down. Take a picture. Whatever you got to do. And, and decide if you're a microwave person or a crockpot person. Oh. By the way, this is my sign off. I'll see you guys later. Yo, yo, if you enjoyed this episode of The Writer's Block, make sure you tune in every Wednesday. If you're an artist, you're gonna love it. I want this podcast to be your home. I want it to be a place for you to take a step back, find new inspiration, and get back to doing what you love, what you do best, and that's creating. So make sure you join me on Wednesdays, and hopefully I can get you out of that rut that we call the writer's I remember those nights stuck in my head sun in your eyes stuck in my bed yeah